You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 23 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Folks, we've made it to episode number 23. 23 is in Michael Jordan, as in the greatest basketball player of all time for the Chicago Bulls. So I'm excited that we've made it this far. I also just want to take a moment and thank all my listeners. Um, we've got listeners coming in now from Sunnyvale, California, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Lancaster, Ohio, Bogota, Columbia, Riverbank, California, Claremore, Oklahoma, Denver, Colorado, Kingston, Ontario, and Houston, Texas. And so if you're just now joining this podcast, I just want to say a big thank you for listening. On a personal note, this week has been a little crazy for me. Um, my wonderful and amazing web developer here at the church, Josh Jenkins, is moving on to the freelance world, which means, of course, I'm scrambling now to find a new web developer. But he's given us six really great years, and so I am super, super pumped to be uh, have, haven't had a chance to work with him. So I'm excited to see what happens next. So let's get to today's question. Today's question is from Toby. And the question is, Daryl, I'm no spring chicken myself, but I've learned to be an early adopter. My, I'm a pastor of a small rural church with an older congregation, but getting younger as God brings in new faces. I've done my best to do all we can with website, Facebook, email, etc. Well, it's not met with glee with some of our members because they don't touch computers, they resist email, and they abhor Facebook. I know it's a cultural mindset, but is there a way to bring them alongside? They love paper and phone calls and home visits, and oddly enough, the multimedia we do in the services works well. How do we turn the corner on this challenge? Well, that's a really, really, really good question, Toby. Um, Because I think, Toby, you are like a lot of people out there, and probably a lot of people who are listening to this podcast in pop people who read my blog. I get your question a lot in a lot of various forms, which basically is my congregation is over here, but we need to be over here. And how do I get them there? How do I get them to where we are? We think digital first, we go to our digital channels first, and we can move away from some of our least paper-based um, systems that we've been using for years. And so um, a couple things we need to kind of lay to the foundation on. First off, let's, let's talk through what we'd call it known as the, like a technological adoption curve, because we're going to use some words here that we kind of need to define. Um, and the technical, there's a bell curve in terms of technical adoption of devices, social media networks, etc. And we kind of break those down to, into like really five different people. You have your innovators, which are the people who are sometimes even the people creating the products that you're using. They are the very, very first. They are they're, they're the people that innovate, obviously, in terms of the actual using of the product, creating the product. We have our early adopters, and they're usually the first people to actually start using it in more of a day-to-day function. Um, then you have your early majority, um, which is, I would say, a good portion of us. Um, they Once the early adopters grab it, then they then early majority starts to get it. Then you have your late majority, which uh, is the other half. Of, of, of America, I think, in terms of, uh, of, of the, if you look at the bell curve. And you have laggards, which is the very last at all to just get on board. I think majority of America is, 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 is or majority of the world for that matter, um, at least in, in the church world I deal with, is usually early majority and late majority. That's where majority people sit. The problem is, is a lot of us think we're early adopters and innovators, 
But the reality is we're, we're actually probably not. You know, if you're in you're Silicon Valley, you're in San Francisco, you're more likely to be an innovator or an early adopter. That's not to say if you live in um, Huntsville, Alabama, you're, you can't be an innovator or early adopter. Just you're more likely to be that if you're just surrounded by it in Seattle, San Francisco, and those type of places. So for most of us, we're early majority slash late majority. And I think a lot of us, even who are at certain churches, we like to portray the idea that we're early adopters and that we're, we're on the cutting edge. But the reality of it is, is if you really kind of pushed us and if you ever looked across the pew, you'd find majority of us have a good portion of early adopters and a whole lot of late majority, if not laggards, when it comes to techn- technology. It's just that we like to portray ourselves as early majority. So if you're out there thinking, man, my church is behind, I'm going to bet you're not nearly as behind as you think you are. So that's kind of the that's kind of the bell curve view, the technological adoption curve. So a lot of times, I'm just I'm, I'm saying this so that to caution you on a lot of people like to use those terminologies and throw that around. Like I'm an early adopter. The reality of it is, majority of us are early majority or late majority in terms of adoption. Now, when it comes to actually kind of moving your congregation into from a paper based or an older system to a more digital system, um, there's a couple things you got to think through. Um, at the end of the day, your ultimate goal and what you're trying to do is you're trying to unify your communication channels uh, because that's the environment that you used to come from. And what I mean by a unified communication channel was it used to be your communication channels were unified in the sense that were very simplistic in terms of the number that you had. Um, it used to be for a, a church, you would have your communication channels were announcements, your bulletin, and you maybe sent out a monthly or maybe a weekly newsletter with a calendar attached with what Wednesday night or Sunday night supper was going to be on there, the menu for that, if your church did that. Um, and that sounds really old school, but that's for majority of us. That's what we grew up on. If you grew up in the church was you had those really, those three things, announcements from the stage, you had a bulletin, and then you had some sort of newsletter possibly. So those were your, your major communication channels other than maybe some signs up in and around the church as you walk around the church. The problem has been is that when we hit the digital age, we kind of have those channels that have kind of been fragmented. We still have been doing the announcements, the bulletins, and even the newsletter. But at the same time, we added on top of that um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and a lot of other digital type channels, email for that matter, and a website. So you've got all of these things. So now all of a sudden you've gone from maintaining maybe two to three channels of thinking through, and now you're thinking through like seven or eight uh, in fact, I've noticed this with uh, us is that when we make a change on us, just a single event, we now have to think through literally like eight different things of like, hey, here are eight different places where we've said this and now we've got changes to this. It's it's a lot more difficult than what it used to be in terms of just managing all those channels. So, so internally, you kind of run up against that problem. The problem is, is, is at some point you realize you can't maintain all of these channels all these digital channels and all these what I'll call legacy channels. And legacy channels are your stuff that's your, your print-based channels. So how do you get them out of the legacy channels, the print-based stuff, and move them into the digital sphere? Well, you kind of the best way to do this is, is probably not rip off the Band-Aid, if you will, to use that term. It's probably going to be more of an incremental slow, what I call like a slow fade-out. So uh, I'll give you an example. So let's say you want to get rid of your bulletin. Um, one way to start slowly fading the bulletin out, because let's say you just say, guys, we're, it's costing us too much. I'd rather use the website or maybe a mobile version of the website. One way to do that is, is that if you have people at the door who hand the bulletin when everybody comes in is you no longer have people hand the bulletin out when people come in. Instead, you just put them 
um, on some tables outside or you put them in a place that's easily accessible as you're walking in to grab one if you'd like, but nobody hands you one. And what you would find is if you do that, less people pick up the bulletin and less people ask for the bulletin because they just don't think about it, which basically means that you can start cutting back on your bulletin budget because you won't nearly print as, merely, as, as many bulletins as you think you would. And then as you kind of eventually do that, you can eventually just kind of slowly fade that bulletin out. You may even think about taking the bulletin and say in a way that can I make this bulletin like a monthly type of deal versus weekly. Ways that you slowly, slowly phase it out. Um, the the speed at which you're going to phase it out is I think directly proportional to what your audience, what do you think your audience can handle? Some audiences, you can phase it out pretty quick. They're not going to be bugged by it. Some audiences, it's going to take a while. So I would do a slow fade out. That may not be great in terms of your workload because you're like, gosh, I really need to get rid of this old communication channel so we can do this. But the reality of it is, is you've got people that it's just going to take some time. They're not super comfortable with, 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 with that move. Um, now, how do you get them onto those digital channels? Um, if you're slowly fading some stuff out, but you want to move them to a digital channel, say like Facebook, you want really want them to do Facebook. A couple of things, one well, couple ways to do that is, is one move exclusive material to digital formats. And, um, what I mean by exclusive material, I mean everything from pictures of events, videos of events, key things that people will be talking about on Sunday morning or even through the week uh, that somebody will go, hey, where did you hear about that or where did you see that? Oh, I saw it on our Facebook page. Facebook page, okay, well, I need to go find That, that kind of all of a sudden kind of gives somebody the incentive to go look at and go start uh, thinking through man, maybe I need to go join Facebook. Maybe I need to look at our Facebook page. When you start moving things there that um, aren't necessarily must-haves or, 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 or vital information, but have an incentive in terms of you're capitalizing on the FOMO, the fear of missing out, then you can slowly start to kind of drive people there. Uh, so anytime you can move exclusive material, even like sermon notes, any of those type of things, if you can put them there, anything that will kind of drive people there, over time, any type of exclusive material, that's what you want to do. The other thing is you want to start moving some of your call to actions. Eventually, you'll start moving your call to actions to be solely online. So let's say you have a registration for an event that you want to do and somebody wants to register for it. Move that registration online. Say, we're not doing paper-based registrations. We're doing everything online. You can go here to register for this. So if you can find ways to bring those in and, and slowly um, move people towards that, um, yes, you're going to get some pushback. You will get pushback uh, from people, and it's sometimes it's justified. But in other ways, if you're okay with just dealing with a little bit of pushback, you give yourself about uh, one or two cycles of whatever that is, and before you know it, people won't remember the time when they had the previous paper-based system. So, again, what I'm saying is, is you're going to need to slowly fade some stuff out, Toby. You're not going to be able to just do it overnight. Um, it's going to be, it's probably like a, it could be like an 18 month process to do that. I mean, we've talked about ourselves here. We've talked about what would it be like to get rid of the bulletin? Um, the bulletin here is kind of a big deal. In fact, uh, we sat down probably about two years ago with one of our senior adults and they said, look, the bulletin is what I take and I put on my fridge and it's my calendar for the entire week. It's what I know is going on this week at, at, at the church here at Britwood Baptist. And so because of that, um, we're kind of, we're kind of hesitant, but we know at some point we got to do that. So we don't know what that is. Maybe for us is we do a digital bulletin and we offer the two and then we slowly, slowly fade it out, but we're having those type of conversations. So even know that once again, a church that I like to think, yeah, I like to think we're early adopters or, or the early majority, even us, 
we still know that we can't pull we can't I mean just pull something out tomorrow and just pull the uh, you know pull the bandaid off again uh, of some paper based format so we're going to have to slowly manage that and so Toby I think you're going to have to do the same thing it's going to be a slow process and it's going to take you a couple of years to get there um it it also might take a couple of things of uh, technological innovations that come from outside the church to happen um, you know, one of the technological innovations that happens in the last, you know, seven years has been obviously you've got the iPhone, but beyond that, you've got phones now that when you go into Verizon or AT&T or Sprint or T-Mobile that are smartphones that are free, you know, there's no contract. You, you there's a contract, but to see your contract and you get the smartphone for free, what, what did that do? Well, that gave everybody in your pew a smartphone for free, quote unquote. Uh, those are the type of things that probably will help spur things uh, to move faster from a digital standpoint. And those things are coming down the pipe. I think faster uh, uh, data speeds for cell phones, uh, for your broadband speeds, all those type of things will be coming down the path, Toby. And when they come down the, excuse me, come down the pipe, and when they come down the pipe, I think eventually that will help speed up. So you'll have some outside forces that I think will help speed things up for you. So Toby, hopefully I've answered your question. The other thing I want to tell you is, is let's, we got to be also be careful not to realize that sometimes paper is not necessarily always bad. I think sometimes we want to move to digital across the board because it's the cool thing. And sometimes it's the cheaper thing, but sometimes paper can serve a purpose. It can serve almost like an artifact and, and it can have a physical, um, if it's well done, it can really physically represent something that's pretty cool. If it's done right in terms of like, if you're remembering something, an anniversary or something for your church, paper does have its place. Um, I, I think if it's, if it's, if it's well done. So Toby, hopefully I answered your question. Uh, if you've got a question for me, head over to askdarrell.com. That's A S K D A R E L.com. You can hit me up with the hashtag ask Daryl. You can also direct message me on Twitter. That's I'm at D G I R A R D I E R on Twitter. And you can just direct message me and I will take that and put that in the bin with the rest of the questions. If you want to subscribe to this podcast, head over to iTunes. We're on iTunes and we're also on Stitcher if you are using an Android device. So hopefully you're going to have a great week and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.